the 905s, whoever you are, this is Schwab Wars. Hello, everyone. My name is Adam Hayes, and on this week's episode, we are going to be taking a look at the top six rather top 16 that's a number yep top 16 greatest tag teams of all time uh as voted by the wwe and their latest uh video that they recently did which was a little fun mini series on the network which uh they're obviously not plugging but they totally should call the 50 greatest tag teams of all time and we're going to be taking the top 16 as i said before breaking it down in one of our good old-fashioned tournament edition shows and then determining whether or not we think one of these teams deserves to be the greatest WWE tag team of all time. So, of course, it's not up to me. I'm just playing the moderator for this special episode. We have three amazing special guests who must work together in the majority rules to be able to decide who exactly moves on into the second, third, and, of course, the finals to be ultimately become the greatest tag team of all time in their eyes. So let's meet the participants for this episode. First up is someone who is making their official podcast debut here on Schwalbers, although he did appear giving an amazing crazy road story about his time traveling to the ECW arena and barely making it out of the live. So that's a little bit of a hint right there for, you know, you being able to go back in the, the podcast and be able to check out that episode. But we certainly glad he did survive because he is here with us today. He is one of the creative mind and forces behind SlamWrestling.net. Please welcome Mr. Bob Kapoor. Bob, how's it going, man? Hey, good. Adam. Thanks for having me. Good to of be here, course. guys. Of course, of course. Uh, next up, who is uh, someone who's a semi-regular here on the podcast, who's been a part of fantasy drafts, debates, and most recently a, par- a participant on our trivia game night, which, of course, you can, you can go back in the archives over at anchor.fm slash podcast to listen to. Please welcome Skeleton Lake's own Gentleman Jeff. Gentleman Jeff, how's it going, man? Just dandy. Thanks for having me. And uh, I hope to finally figure everyone to join me in recognizing the new Midnight Express as the greatest WWE tag team of all time. Okay, well, again, we, we've discussed this off-air. There are multiple teams that you've mentioned, like Can-Am and that, that are not a part of this list. So, unfortunately, you can take that up with the head offices of WWE. Heavenly bodies, then. Yeah, I'm just going to move on from you. Right. And finally, as a man uh, making his Schwab Wars debut as well, he's one of the fastest rising stars in all of Ontario independent wrestling today. Whether he's a singles competitor or in a tag team, you can always be guaranteed to witness a very stellar match. He is one half of Fighter Flight, El Diablo himself, Gabriel Fuerza. How's it going, man? It's going great after all those compliments. That's uh, amazing. Thanks, brother. <laughs> I Like I, I usually tell people, I try to have like a really stellar beginning, and then if we go off the rails near the end, at least we had a good start, you know? <laughs> Good call. Hot start, bad finish, who cares? We'll see what happens, though. But I doubt it with the three of you being involved. Of course, like I said, we're taking the top 16 tag teams as voted by WWE in their recent list that they did of their top 50, putting them in the special uh, hockey bracket and then deciding whether or not who is the best of all time. So before we kind of get into the tournament, Bob, I'm going to have a quick question for you. What in your mind kind of solidifies like a really great tag team is it like championship wins it's you know the longevity of a tag team is it just the chemistry or the feuds that they have what in your mind is like really solidifies a tag team in your eyes well i i think it's a lot all of those things really but you know i look at uh, sort of the caliber of the competition that they faced uh, when when they were a tag team the memorable feuds and particularly you know the wins and championship accomplishments that they had and i would say their legacy right like if it's a team that's a really good for a real short period of time versus a team that's you know good and had a good career for a long time and you remember them 20 30 years later i'd say that that latter team wins out in in that uh, battle all right jeff same question to you um i look at their ability to play the trombone from okay. one side um, okay. but besides that pretty much uh, i think bob's summed it up very very accurately um Another thing I, I look for too is is with their their ability their I guess it's their believability as a tag team. Um, for example, you know if you have two guys that are basically the same versus you know you have your technician and then your brawler. You know if it's a good if it's a mix of that works together cohesively to get the job done, or if it's just two of the same guy. You know? Kind of like a kind of like a yin and yang kind of difference between the exactly. two. Right? Exactly. You had to have your your uh, Lenny and uh, what the hell is the mice and men? I don't know. I oh can't remember. <laughs> been I was not expecting a mice and men reference here on the podcast, yeah. but appreciate the book. Good book. Uh, anyways, um, Fuerza, same question for you before we get into this. Yeah, I mean, I think Bob like freaking wrapped it up in a perfectly well tied bow. Um, if I could really focus on one thing yeah the longevity uh of a tag team i think really affects 
um, how I rank them. Um, okay. Again, yeah, if you have like a great summer, like that's one thing. But if you can have a tag team go on for years and years, I mean, I think the New Day's biggest like uh, plus on their side is their longevity. Like they've been around for so long now, and and I don't think anybody expected them to be around this long. And actually, you know, consistently win titles and win matches and, you know, have different sorts of feuds. So, well, it's I mean, actually kind of funny that you mentioned the Dune Day. Uh, he's actually going to be the very first team that we're going to be talking about. So let's just kind of jump right into our very first round right now. It's the number one overall ranked team. Again, this rankings were not decided by myself. It was WWE in their mini series that they recently did. Um, so that's how we were able to decide these 16 for this bracket. So it's the number one overall seed taking on the number 16 overall seed. It's the New Day of Kofi Kingston, Xavier Woods, and of course, um, Big E. You know, you can pick your which two you want later on down the line if you need to. But the New Day taking on the number 16 overall ranked team, The Rock and Sock Connection. So, I mean, of course, you got two of the most popular duos of all the Attitude Era coming together at that time. And um, so there you have it. So, Jeff, we'll start with you. Uh, between the New Day and The Rock and Sock Connection, who do you think should advance to the second round and why? Uh, I'm going to go, unfortunately, with New Day. I mean, I do have issues with New Day because of the fact it's three versus two, um, you know. But anyways, um, Rock and Sock Connection to me, that was just two singles guys that are put together um, just for the sake of them running a different feud or program. Um, so I am definitely don't even count them as a real tag team. So New Day. Okay. So first vote there goes to the New Day. Bob, how about yourself? New Day yeah, or the Rock and Sock Connection? No, I'm going to agree 100% with Jeff. You know, Rock and Sock Connection were a great uh, pairing of two good single stars, but I don't really consider them to be a tag team. That's it. I won't dis- won't dismiss all, uh, you know, trios because I think the Freebirds, I would say, <laughs> if they were on the list, they'd have my vote for, uh, you know, probably get all the way through. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, Rock, I think New Day... Unfortunate as it may be, I think I have to put them uh, ahead of Brock and Sock. Yeah, and before, uh, whereas uh, I'm obviously, um, you know, it's a majority rule, so unfortunately your vote doesn't matter in this case. (laughs) But would you have also agreed in this situation? Would you have also chosen the New Day over the Rock and Sock? Yeah, I would have. It doesn't matter what you think. (laughs) (laughs) Set them up perfect for that one. But anyways, as you were. (laughs) Uh, yeah, I mean, the only thing I think the Rock and Sock connection does better than the New Day is I think the Rock and Sock connection is a better name than the New Day. And uh, I would say that's about it in terms of, like, tag team action. Okay. Well, and you could say they're a trio, too, because Mr. Socko. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I also like to point out, too, you were mentioning a very interesting thing about, uh, you know, the Freebirds before. This is WWE tag teams, and we're also taking a look at their tenure within the WWE. So some of these names that you're going to hear here, be hearing here rather, uh, have worked other places like the NWA, WCW, AWA, et cetera. Uh, and they've had stellar careers there, but we're focusing strictly on their WWE careers. Of course, you know, taking into account, you know, feuds, championship reigns, length of tenure, you know, time, the company, et cetera, et cetera. So all those things in the combined, of course, a little bit of personal preference as well. So, but there you have it. New day does defeat the rock and sock connection moves on into the second round. Let's go to our next category right now. It's the number three overall team taking on the number 14 overall team. It's the heart foundation, Brett, the Hitman, heart and Jim, the anvil Nightheart, taking on the rockers, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. So two tag teams that have feuded quite a few times over their tenure together in the eighties. Um, I found a lot of people, if you're either a Heart Foundation guy or you're a Rockers fan, I mean, be that we're Canadian, I can see where this might go, but you never know. It could be a little bit shocking here. Um, where is it? Let's start with you. The Heart Foundation or the Rock or the Rockers? God, you know, this is a tough one, um, but I'm going to have to go with the Heart Foundation, mostly based off of uh, Jeff's earlier points. Um, you know, the Rockers, two really good wrestlers, you know, one maybe the greatest wrestler of all time, eventually. Uh, but when you look at the Heart Foundation, you look at the technician and the powerhouse, right? You got two bases covered as opposed to just, you know, two quick guys. And trust me, my heart breaks a little because I'm part of a tag team with two quick guys. But, uh, <laughs> hey, if uh, if if uh, Vertigo had been born, you know, a big buff Jim Neidhart looking guy, uh, I wouldn't have complained. <laughs> well, I, well, I mean, give him time. There's always, you know, time for him to grow. You it's know, true. Never, it's true. So. Um, so, yeah, I mean, for that reason... Uh, I, I'm going to say Heart Foundation just edges out the Rockers for me. 
Okay, uh, so one one vote then for the Hart Foundation. Uh, Jeff, for yourself, the Hart Foundation or the Rockers? As much as I'm trying to remain uh, neutral without too much personal preference on here, um, I, I see Rockers as very influential in today's style, like today's style of of wrestling period. I'd say um, Shawn Michaels and the Rockers were a major part of that type of inspiration. But I don't know if maybe it was also Shawn Michaels after the Rockers that would have done that kind of inspiration. Um, so I'm probably still going to have to go with Heart Foundation just because um, personal preference. And they had they had multiple title reigns back in WWE or WWF when multiple runs and title reigns weren't a thing. And they they dominated for quite a long time um, and then went their own way and just kept being influential. So I'm going Hart Foundation. OK, obviously, that means based on majority rules, the Hart Foundation does advance into the second round, beating the Rockers. Uh, Bob, would you have agreed with that statement as well or would you have uh, went the other way on that one? You know, it's funny because I was thinking about this one and I thought, you know, the Hearts had they were great at the right up front at the beginning. Their you know, their matches with the Bulldogs in particular are iconic. And then they split apart and then they rejoined again later. And I thought if you just look at the first part of their tenure together, I thought that they would go um, on the list for sure. But then when you look at the the second um, period of time, I wasn't as impressed with that one. I, I thought they kind of their legacy faded a bit for me. Okay. Um, and I and I still think that the Rockers had the more memorable split, right? The Hard Foundation kind of fizzled away. The Rockers had that iconic barbershop moment. So just out of that, and because it doesn't matter, I'll pick the Rockers. <laughs> well, it matters to me, Bob. How about that? I'm sure it matters <laughs> to some people out there as well. Uh, but of course, that does though mean though the Hart Foundation does advance in the second round. Uh, next up is the number five overall seed taking on the number twelve overall seed. It's the Dudley Boys versus the Valiant Brothers. So co- two completely different teams when it comes to the eras, their style. Um, both teams have really, you know, etched their mark in the history of professional wrestling in their own way, influencing a lot of other different tag teams as well. Um, of course, we're going to be starting it off, Bob, with you with this one. Uh, who gets your first vote for this one, the Dudley Boys or the Valiant Brothers? Yeah, this is a great pairing. I mean, the Valiant Brothers were so iconic. I mean, they had, I think, the record tag team championship run before demolition right and they i think they held that for almost a decade yep but uh in terms of how they were booked and and you know their influence i'd say the dudley boys uh take it you know the valiant brothers i think inspired and influenced a lot of people but if you look at today's wrestling and particular you know today's tag team wrestling i think the dudley boys set a set a standard that's going to be hard to live up to mm. okay there you go uh forza next vote for you uh, Dudley Boys of the Valiant Brothers. Listen, I would be lying if I said that I knew much about the Valiant Brothers. Uh, I just honestly have heard the name. Uh, so just based off of the fact that I don't really know much about them, but I know a whole lot about the Dudleys, I'd have to go with the Dudleys. Okay, well, there you go. Uh, so the Dudleys automatically do get the nod, though, in this situation. Jeff, would you have agreed as well, or would you have went the other way? Possibly. I think, um, as as per uh, Mr. Fuerza, um, I don't really, I'm not too familiar with the tag work of the Valiants, the brothers, um, seeing them together. Uh, I wasn't a big fan of Boogie Woogie Man by himself, um, but I am a massive, massive mark for Luscious Johnny V and the Dream Team, and I can't believe the Valiants are on there. The Dream Team better be if the Valiants were on there. So, anyways, I'm going to have to go with with, uh, Luscious Johnny just because he's, to me, one of the greatest managers of all time. So, screw you all. (laughs) Wow. We didn't have to go with screw you all. I mean, we were all being civil here. That that took a pretty harsh tone. (laughs) I would say uh, to to Fuerza, you should go and find some YouTube matches of the Valiant Brothers against uh, Dean Ho and Tony Gurria. Okay. Um, Those are just some classic matches and i think you'd like you'd like those a lot thanks i'll look them up 
a little bit of homework right there from uh, Mr. Bob Kapoor. Uh, up next, of course, like I said, that does mean the Dudley boys do advance into the second round. So let's uh, not waste any time going to the next bracket. It's the number seven overall seed taking on the number 10 overall seed. It's Jimmy and Jay, the Uso brothers, taking on Dynamite Kid and Davy Boy Smith of the British Bulldogs. So, of course, you have two very influential tag teams when it comes to both different styles. Again, when it comes to the 80s and, of course, modern day, um, one being an actual set of brothers, although the other one, you could have fooled me back in the day. They could have actually looked like brothers. But be that as it may, um, we're going to start it off with you, Jeff, uh, between the British Bulldogs and the Usos. Who do you, who's your pick? Bulldogs are cousins, or are they not? Related they by, I believe so. Either that yeah, or they're so related by some marriage. You still got, you still got the relation. Um, as far as Usos go, sure they are brothers to the earlier point of being the same, um, you know, like you got a, a high flyer or a big technician. Well, obviously they're identical twins, so you got two of the same. And I find um, one boring and the other just as boring since they are twins. So um, twin boring do not go through. It's Bulldogs all the way, 100%. And I'm not even the biggest Bulldog fan. I just really hate the Usos. And wow. I mean, like, influential in any way. They're just occupying space in a dead tag team scene for the last 10 years. Wow. That's uh, some pretty harsh criticism right there, <laughs> considering some of the matches and championship reigns and everything that they've had over the last you know decade as well. So very interesting to say. Um, Forza, we're going to go next to you for this one. Uh, who was your pick then, the Usos or the British Bulldogs? God, that was a scathing review, and I respect it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not quite as uh, critical on the Usos. I do like their work quite a bit, but I mean, he's right. Two two uh, brothers, identical. I rarely can tell them apart. Even even after they did the whole promo about like which one are you, I still don't know which one is which. Uh, it's kind of a problem, you know. Uh, you can't t- differentiate their ring work at all. Um, British Bulldogs, again, you got your big guy, you got your not as big guy, and you know, I'm a big fan of Dynamite Kid. Like, in ring work is freaking amazing. Uh, the Usos have won more tag titles in WWE, so uh, that's the only thing that I would put them over, but god, I gotta go Bulldogs. Oh, wow, there you go. Yeah. Uh, Bob, would you have agreed with this uh sentiment as well, or? Yeah, let me, let me put it this way I, you know, the Bulldogs were in the WWE for what, maybe five years, maybe, maybe. Um, the Usos have been there for probably twice that long, if not more. I can't tell you one match that I remember about the Usos, uh, but I can tell you almost every match that I remember about the British Bulldogs. So they definitely have my vote. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, British Bulldogs do then advance into the second round. Uh, up next in the first round matchup is the number two overall seed taking on the number 15 overall seed. It's it's the uh, the pairing, another set of brothers, rather, of Jeff and Matt Hardy, the Hardy boys, taking on Afa and Sika, the Wild Samoans. So, I mean, again, just two completely polar opposites when it comes to actual being a tag team, but also very similar when it comes to a partner. So your whole uh, yin and yang situation here that you guys have been, you know, looking at when it comes to tag teams is not really um, a bit of a factor, shall we say, in this one. So it should be very interesting. Forza, we're going to start with you. The Hardy Boys of the Wild Samoans, who's your first pick? You know what? First thought, got to be the Hardys. Um, the Hardys, to me, have to be a top five team of all time. Um, just based off of how influential they were. I mean, it's you'd be hard-pressed to find a wrestler, uh, you know, on the indies today that doesn't look up to Jeff or Matt in one way or another. Um, you know, they've reinvented themselves so many times as a tag team, as singles guys. Um, whether you're looking at their early work uh, with the WWF, you know, their run in TNA, um, their, you know, their later stuff in the WWE, like, it's just... A lot to look at, a lot of championships, a lot of different matches, uh, you know, a little more gimmicky, a little more hardcore. Uh, I feel like no matter what you're looking for, you know, besides, you know, old school tag team wrestling, um, you're probably going to find it with the Hardys. Um, you know, I do love the Wild Samoans. Everybody loves, you know, tough two guys just beating the tar out of their opponents, you know, a la Legion of Doom. But uh, yeah, Jeff and Matt have got to take it for me. Okay, there you go. First vote goes to the Hardy Boys right there. Uh, Jeff, next vote for you. Afa and Sika. Oh, sorry, excuse me. We're going to go to Bob, actually. My apologies. I screwed up my order there on my listing here. Um, so, Bob, you get the next vote right there. The Hardy Boys or the Wild Samoans? 
Yeah, this is probably the most uh, difficult choice for me because, you know, I just I, I love the Samoans as a kid. And uh, I thought that, you know, those, those guys were looked like monsters and they re- like wrestled and fought like monsters. Um, and Hardy Boys, I, I always watched them and I always thought, do I believe what they're doing? Do I believe that they could, you know, do all that stuff? And then I said, I don't have to believe it because I'm watching them do it. Right. I'm watching the Hardys go through tables and do these. Uh, matches and really changing the landscape of of wrestling in some ways or maybe you know modifying it and stealing some stuff from other companies but adapting it to their own style and for that i will say the hardy boys just because they their legacy in terms of how they transformed the business in some ways um i'd say it's them over the simones and i love the simones so that's a hard choice wow there you go so a bit of a personal difficult one for you right there jeff would you have agreed as well i mean so far we even had really a necessary need to have a split decision here, uh, and that's yeah. it's been two in a row for a lot of these. So, but would you have agreed as well with the Hardys over the Samoans? Or I I think so. The one thing we were talking before was the was inspiration, um, and with the Rockers, as I was saying, how how they went and inspired a lot of people. I think the Hardys were the next um, Rockers, like they were they were the next ones in line that. Hank, get the hell away from me. Hank, God. <laughs> All right. Um, so, yeah, the uh, and the Hardys, and you said, too, they were very influential. I think um, un- it's unfortunate, but I believe the Hardys may be some of the ones responsible for the spot monkey type of um, wrestling we have nowadays of, um, you know, just move, 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 move. You know, like the whole ROE style <laughs> yeah. that I'm not a big fan of. Yes. <laughs> and, and exactly. So you got the Rockers, then that went to the Hardys, then went to the Bucks. You know, there, there's the lineage right there. Um, and so, I mean, I want to hold it against the Hardys for their legacy and their inspiration as well. But I think I'll have to go with them. But you can definitely see that line, ro- Rockers to the Bucks now. Rockers, Hardys, Bucks. And who knows what's coming next. It'll probably be even smaller. All right, well, there you go. The Hardy Boys do advance, though, into the second round, beating the Wild Samoans. Let's not waste any time. Let's go right into our next matchup. It's the number four overall seed taking on the number 13 overall seed. It's two Canadian boys of Edge and Christian taking on two of the most influential powerhouses of all time coming together, Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Randy Savage, the Mega Powers. So, Bob, we're going to start with you on this one. Um, Edge and Christian or the Mega Powers? Who gets your vote to go to the second round? Oh, this is a slam dunk. It's Edge and Christian for me. Uh, Mega Powers, you know, they were a team for a very short time before their, you know, their explosion. Um, Edge and Christian, well, I still look at them both as, as you know, tag team wrestlers, despite uh, what they've been able to accomplish through the singles, uh, in, you know, their singles careers. Um, so Edge and Christian for me, without a doubt. Okay, Jeff, how about it for yourself? Edge and Christian or the Mega Powers? Edge and Christian, Mega Powers fall under Rock and Saw category. Okay. Pretty easy sum up right there. Uh, Forza, would you have agreed with that statement? Oh, yeah. The most memorable thing that the Mega Powers did was the handshake. Um, Edge and Christian all the way. <laughs> all right. Well, there you go. Pretty simple right there. Just cut and dry right there. Hulk Hogan and Macho Man Randy Savage not getting the nod going into the second round. But instead, Edge and Christian moves on. Uh, so we're going to be seeing them later down the line. Next up in our first round matchup, it's the number six overall seed taking on the number 11 overall seed. It's Animal and Hawk of the Legion of Doom. I almost call them Mother Road Warriors names, but technically they were the Legion of Doom taking on Axe and Smash of Demolition. So, of course, you have possibly, you know, two of the most popular teams of their own eras when it comes to you know, being in different companies at one point, and of course, one of them influencing the other one to be even be created in the first place. Um, but let's just see how this one goes in the first place. Um, Jeff, we're going to start with you for this one: Legion of Doom or Demolition? Well, since you said the they're looking at their WWE WWF run, um, we can't technically talk about something being an inspiration for who created them because they they weren't. Demolition came first as far as the WWF run. And so, anyways, um, 
demolition just 1,000 kajillion million percent. There is no other way anyone is talking me out of that. Um, there, there were just, you had, you had your powerhouse and you had your other powerhouse. I mean, there were, one was more technical than the other, but they just, and they, their work with Fuji, their work with Luscious Johnny V, like just their promo work, everything about them. Uh, they were just great. They could, they could sell, they could do offense. They were believable. Um, Road Warriors, or sorry, Legion of Doom. They were just all offense, no defense. They just sucked. Yeah, I'm sorry, but they didn't compare. Oh, well, I mean, they didn't suck, but in comparison to Demolition, yeah, they were. So yeah, Demos, hundred yeah. percent. All right, so uh, Jeff says Demolition getting the nod here. Um, Fuerza, vote goes to you right now. Uh, who is your pick, the Legion of Doom or Demolition? This is a tough one. Um, no, it's not. <laughs> wow. Uh, at, you know, at, when you say that, the first thought that comes to my head is Legion of Doom. Um, mostly, honestly, based off of their finisher. I think one of the greatest tag team finishers of all time. Uh, honestly, listening to Jeff, uh, you know, go on his rant, he brings up a lot of good points. Uh, I don't really love tag teams that are like all aggression and like never want to look weak. I think that's so like one-dimensional you know and the legion of doom were just always looking strong um where demolition could at least play both sides of the card Ooh, uh, demolition could do face on the heel I, i've never seen yeah i've only seen them do really one in wwe that was i'm going to make this hard for bob and uh i'm gonna pick legion of doom all right, so finally we get ourselves a bit of a split vote from you guys. Uh, the Legion of Doom gets a vote right there. Of course, you got to think about it too. Not only did they have their early 90s run, but they also had their second run as well when they came back with LOG 2000, which technically does count as well. I'm just saying it still counts in you know, I, I think, I WWE tenure and whatnot. So let, let's, let's just make sure we remember, put draws on the list and uh, item break in there too is fantastic well i mean you, you gotta you consider crush then if that's yeah, yeah. too so but, crush versus hydrate crush hey my opinion doesn't matter like i said bob this is all up to you it's one vote apiece here your vote decides who moves on so who's it going to be legion of doom or demolition so sticking with the parameters of just their wwe tenures i can't you know they the lod i thought were so poorly used um, you know, just I, I didn't like the way that they were portrayed uh, when they brought in the puppet uh, Rocco. Yep, it just awesome. made them a, a clown show. Um, it just ruined their whole legacy. Demolition started off strong monsters, um, stayed that way even through the crush years. Uh, I, I'm going to go with Jeff. I'm going to say in terms of the WWE careers, uh, Demolition had a better uh was a better tag team than, than the Legion of Doom. There you go. So I guess there you go. Demolition does defeat the Legion of Doom. I mean, we can all agree that if this was like greatest tag teams of all time, like taking WWE moniker out of there, pretty hard set to say that the Legion of Doom, or rather the Road Warriors, would probably make into the final four, if not the finals, just because of, you know, their influence, their tenure, their championships, their, you know, status within professional wrestling. But obviously that doesn't matter in this sense. It's all about the WWE because they're the top dog in pro wrestling. Yeah, I'm not going to dismiss away, I'm not so. going to dismiss what Jeff said, though, about, uh, you know, the, the way that they wrestled. Right. It was and, and even uh, what where is it? They never sold moves. Right. So in terms of a match with, you know, the Road Warriors, it was constant uh, offense. And after a while, you know, you can be booked that way. But after a while, in terms of entertaining, I did uh, diminishing returns uh, for me with the uh, Road Warriors. Well, there you go. So like I said, Demolition does advance so into the second round. Our final matchup in the first round, the number eight overall seed taking on the number nine overall seed. It's Billy Gunn, Road Dog, Jesse James, the New Age Outlaws. Taking on the Brothers of Destruction, The Undertaker, and Kane. So, uh, Fuerza, um, we're going to be starting with... Actually, no, sorry. Bob, we're going to be starting with you on this one. My apologies. Um, the New Age Outlaws of the Brothers of the Destruction. So, I know that WWE wants everyone to think that the Brothers of Destruction were a legendary tag team. Uh, I don't know how long they actually teamed together. I think I, I remember it more as sporadic appearances. And certainly the last one where they 
uh, embarrass themselves against DX at uh, in one of the Saudi shows. <laughs> you know, that really hit it home. Uh, New Age Outlaws, without that team, neither of those guys, I think, would be as memorable as, as they are today, Billy Gunn and uh, the Road Dog. So, and I think that's they, some, you know, some of the matches they had were really, um, I'm not going to say great, but they were fun. And I had more fun watching them than I did the uh, Brothers of Destruction in terms of championships won, in terms of iconic moments. I'd say it's uh, New Age Outlaws. All right. Bob's first vote then goes for the Outlaws. Uh, Jeff, for yourself, New Age Outlaws or the Brothers of Destruction? Um, I, to Bob's point, too, with bringing up DX, um, if it wasn't for <laughs> the New Age Outlaws, I think DX version 2.0 would not have worked. Triple H couldn't have carried it by himself um, without them. Um, hey, man, they had X-Pac. You better, like, calm down there. <laughs> like I said, they, they <laughs> my point still stays, and the only other words I will say is rock and sock. So um, definitely New Age Outlaws. All right, well, there you go. The New Age Outlaws do get the nod. Moving on in the second round. Forza, would you have agreed with that sentiment as well? or mm, you know. Ooh. As a kid, I loved the Brothers of Destruction. Just, you know, these two giant muscle-bound men choke-slamming everybody. It was the coolest thing ever. To this day, I can't stand the New Age Outlaws. But Really? Yeah, okay. I, can't, I, can't, I can't deny the fact that the New Age Outlaws are by far the better tag team. Okay. Uh, you know, they, they had way more memorable moments. And uh, to Bob's point, like, they almost needed the tag team, and that made them stronger as a tag team. Like... Uh, alone, not so memorable. Uh, Kane and Undertaker alone, they can they can hold themselves up above water, you know? Uh, yeah. They don't really need to be a tag team. It's cool, but the New Age Outlaws thrived by knowing that that was their opportunity. And, uh, I mean, like Jeff said earlier, like DX wouldn't have flourished without them. Plus, right. the one thing, too, is, is we talk about inspiration. Was it not? I mean, this might be tied with The Rock. But as far as the tag team, if, was it not the the, the um, uh, New Age Outlaws that kind of started the sing-along entrances mm-hmm. of the, you know, when they're coming down and they're like, oh, you didn't know, blah, 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 and all this stuff, which New Day is quite doing today, yeah. basically with themselves. Yep. So um, they they definitely were inspirational, even just with, you know, getting down to the ring, you know. There you go. Uh, So like I said, the New Age Outlaws do actually defeat then the Brothers of Destruction moving on then into the second round. Let's not waste any time. Let's move on to the second round right now. It's the number one overall seed taking on the number three overall seed. It's the New Day taking on the Heart Foundation. So, of course, this is where things get a little bit more tricky again. um, It's going to be a lot of fun. Fuerza, we're going to be starting it off with you. The New Day or the Heart Foundation? Oh, God. Um, This is a tough one, honestly. (laughs) Uh, It's hard for me not to think of the outside influence, like outside of wrestling influence that the New Day has had. Um, Not like, you know, in terms of wrestling, we already know that the Hart Foundation and the New Day, they're both great tag teams. Um, The New Day, depending on how you pair them, you know, you got your powerhouse, you got your flyer, you got your, uh, you know, Xavier, whatever he is, mid-tier. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you can kind of do both, sort of. And, you know, Heart Foundation, you got your technician and your powerhouse. <sighs> I have to go with the New Day, honestly, just because of their outside influence. Um, okay. You know, in today's day and age, uh, you know, where the whole Black Lives Matter movement and whatnot is happening, you know, I, I think it's it's almost more important to have these sort of subtle movements um, where we see, you know, uh, people of color getting put into positions where they can be on TV regularly and really be themselves and not have to fall into this, like, crappy racial, like, uh, mm. gimmick, you know, a la Mexicools. Um, so I'm going to have to go with the New Day just just based off that. Okay. Uh, but it's close. All right. Uh, Bob, next vote goes to you, then. The New Day or the Heart Foundation? Wow, this is, this is kind of hard, right? Again, looking just... Across the, the entirety of their career, um, Hearts did have that split in the middle for many years. And when they came back, I don't think they came back as good as uh, when they started. 
whereas New Day have, have been fairly consistent uh, performers, fairly consistently booked. And, uh, you know, they, I, I can't stand a lot of the goofiness, but in terms of a tag team, I'm uh, I'm loath to do it, but I think I'm going to put the New Day ahead of the Hart Foundation. Wow, there you go. Uh, Jeff, obviously that means, you know, unfortunately your vote doesn't matter in this one. I'm guessing you probably would have went with the Hearts. Yeah, I would have said that they're both wrong. Um, (laughs) Bob made a great point once before, which I'm surprised he didn't take into consideration this time. And it was, who were they, who else was in the tag team scene? Who else were they against? What was going on? And I mean, there was a lot stronger um, tag teams and the tag team scene actually mattered and was headlining shows even back then. Um, and so the, some of the matches, you know, some of the great feuds that, that the Hart Foundation was involved in, you know, ver- versus what the New Day was in, I, I kind of throw them in the Uso category. I can't really remember anything legendary that the tag team has done. They're just, again, occupying a space long-term because they're over as faces in a relatively dead tag team scene where they have two programs and they need to fill stuff every week and they need to have a champion. So they'll have a face champion on one show, heel champion on another, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, I just felt that that whole Heart Foundation era was a lot more competitive and it really meant something. And I would have to go with the hearts, even forgetting the fact that it's, you know, the Canadian connection here. Now, just out of curiosity, I just, I don't know if it came across clearly enough. Um, tell me how you really feel though, about the new day. Cause uh, <laughs> that was, uh, that was, that was some spitting some fire there, right there. That's the same. I mean, that's for most tag teams than WWE, right? Like, I mean, what am I going to pick heavy machinery? Like, come on. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm I'm upset they didn't make the list. I uh, I'm I'm just very disappointed. It's it's just the whole the whole scene is just sad and the titles are meaningless now. So if you say, oh well, they've had 622 title runs, well, what do you do? Do I remember a single one of those title changes meaning something? No, you know it's meaningless. Um, so as as someone that was raised in in the the yesteryears of tag wrestling when it meant something um, versus today. I mean, no, no offense to uh, Mr. Fuerza, who's clearly um, has youth on his side. Um, so and looks so, compared to all of us. Let's do oh, yeah, exactly. that as well. <laughs> and, and, and great hair, you know. So uh, he 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 looks when he sees it. He's seeing stuff on YouTube on classics. He wasn't he wasn't living it the same way that that perhaps we were. So um, I can definitely. So I can definitely see a different um, perspective, you know, which is good. That's a makes you a very good person. Uh, moving on, <laughs> then in the second round, uh, it's the number five overall seed taking on the number ten overall seed. It's the Dudley Boys versus the British Bulldogs. So you want to talk about two just strong style, heavy duty tag teams again with a whole lot of influence. Uh, Jeff, we're going to be starting with you on this one: the Dudleys or the Bulldogs. That is very tough because the Dudleys, when they were there, the titles meant something again. They got back, they got through the men on a mission era, and, you know, titles now meant something again in that tag team scene. They helped revitalize it, uh, made it significant. Um, Bulldogs, you know what? I'm going to actually have to go with Dudley's just because um, of the fact that they did, they, they could work. They had, they were there for a long time. They brought, they helped bring tag team wrestling back into popularity. Um, And they're still um, legends today. Whereas again, with Bulldogs, they were there for a few, few years and they couldn't make it work to come back together. As inspirational as they are, Dudleys. Okay, there you go. Uh, first nod goes to the Dudley boys. Fuerza, you're up next. Dudley boys or the Bulldogs? Um, yeah, I think just based off legacy, because um, these are two really strong teams, like you said, um, I would have to go with the Dudleys. 
you know, they're remembered as the Dudley Boys as a tag team. And despite, you know, their single runs here and there, they're still first and foremost known as a tag team. Uh, whereas the British Bulldogs, you know, Dynamite Kid and Dave Boy Smith, great tag team, but great singles competitors. You know, they were known for different things uh, besides that. Um, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go with the Dudley Boys. All right. Well, the Dudleys do get the nod moving on into the semifinals. Um, Bob, would you have agreed with that statement as well, or would you have went the other way? No, I, I would have gone with the Dudley boys as well, just for the same reasons. What, what a dream matchup that would have been, though, right? Oh, both my in their, God. Both teams yeah. in their prime going at it. Oh, that's that's what, uh, you know, wrestling uh, fantasy is. That match would have ended. That match would have ended in a no contest. I, I between dynamite pushing people around and tables <laughs> galore and brawling into the stands and oh, that would just be insane. All right, our next matchup in the second round is the second overall best tag team according to WWE's ranking, the number two overall seed, taking on the number four overall seed. It's two teams that have feuded against each other oh so many a times. And when you think about legendary feuds and matches in the 2000s, you think about these two. It's Edge and Christian versus the Hardy Boys. So, you know, this might probably be one of the toughest ones of the entire um, second round here. But let's uh, see what happens, though. Uh, Bob, we're going to start it off with you. The Hardys (laughs) or Edge and Christian? This is, uh, I mean, it's kind of a coin toss in some ways, this one. Um, Because I don't think you can have Edge and Christian you know, their legacy without the Hardy boys and vice versa. Um, wow. But uh, I think at the end of the day, just for the, again, kind of back to the, the, the tenure of the, of the team and then how you look at their careers in terms of as a tag team, mm-hmm. I'm going to say the, the Hardy boys are forever um, intertwined, right? They'll always be seen as, as that tag team of, of that era. Edge and Christian, they both went on to have really great successful careers. And I think that is a difference maker. Not to say that Matt and Jeff didn't have good individual careers, but I still will see them as a tag team. Um, uh, and, and, and the tag team that was really representative of that of that time period. There you go. Jeff, what about yourself? The Hardy Boys or Edge and Christian? I, I, I was tempted to pass on this round and and uh, and leave it to fate, but I, th- I think Bob brought up a good point there, too. Um, I, I, I think also from inspiration, I know that, of course, you couldn't have one without the other, but I think as far as overall influence now, um, you know, going back, yeah, I'm giving it to the old bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Terrible. All right. Um, all right, well, there you go. So the Hardy Boys do advance then into the semifinals. Fuerza, would you have agreed to that statement, or would you have went Edge and Christian? No, I would I would have agreed with the Hardys. Uh, yeah, just ba- based off of the same reasons that Bob was saying. Um, it's true, you can't have one without the other. You know, two hungry-ass teams just going out there trying to prove their worth. Yep. Um, but, yeah, the Hardys, again, they are the Hardy Boys. Edge and Christian, I mean, it's Edge and Christian, you know? <laughs> Well said. <laughs> All right. Uh, next match. Robin. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, Robin would have been, um, you know, Rhino back in the day, especially in the 2001 time period. <laughs> uh, the last match up here in the second round is the number 11 overall seed taking on the number eight overall seed. It's Axe and Smash and Demolition taking on Billy Gunn, Road Dog, Jesse James, the New Age Outlaws. Fuerza, the floor is yours. Demolition or the Outlaws? Uh... So we already know I don't like the Outlaws, and I do like Demolition. But I think in terms of better tag team, better legacy, better everything, I honestly got to go with the, the New Age Outlaws. Like, they were just too influential. Okay. So. God, I hate them, but, uh, but, I, but I love to hate them, I guess. All right. I mean, that's what they're doing their job, clearly, apparently. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> Fuerza picks then uh, the Outlaws then for his first pick. Um Bob, you're up next. Demolition oh. of the Outlaws. Oh, you didn't know? Fuerza's wrong. Uh, it's Demolition. <laughs> uh, Demolition, I think, um, just the the body of work, the reputation. And don't forget, they were tag team champions, like the record holders for, God, was it uh, a decade or more? 
uh, before I think the New Day beat the record. Um, Demolition, just I think that they they, they take it. Okay. Uh, Jeff, then you have the uh, split decision right here that you got to be able to decide here. Demolition of the Outlaws. I mean, two teams that have really shown their worth in two different decades um, that had a lot of good memorable matches and also helped elevate others. So, I mean, very tough to call on this one, but who's your pick? No, it's not very tough at all. You Never just... mind. My apologies for being alive. Okay, go ahead. Yes. <laughs> Trying uh, to build uh, a little uh, bit of suspense there, and you're like, no, nah, Adam, just stop. No, okay. no. <laughs> to anyone that knows me, there's no way in hell that I'm not voting demolition. But um, the um, to, to Bob's point, too, though, you were saying that the, they held the record and New Day broke it. And the, the thing is, I, I put an asterisk upon that just because of the fact that when Demolition had it, there was one program. There was limited amount of, of time per, per week of television. Titles weren't thrown around like candy. Um, and now to, today, you know, there's two programs, there's two sets of tag team champions. So you can have one flipping hands all the time. You can have another one, you know, on one team for a long time. And again, there was absolutely zero competition uh, the whole time that that New Day had it. So, I mean, I can't really say they beat the, the record. It's a different it was a different situation. Once you have two sets of tag teams. You know, plus a women's tag team championship. So three tag team champions out there versus just one set. Um, it's it's a different ballgame. So it's a it's a complete asterisk. So in my opinion, Demolition still is the longest running um, tag team champs and they will always be the tag team champs of all time. All right, well, there you go. So Demolition does then move on and then into the semifinals. Let's go right now then into the semifinals. It's the number one overall C team taking on the number five overall C team. It's the New Day taking on the Dudley Boys. Um, Fuerza, the floor is yours on this – or sorry, uh, excuse me. Jeff, the floor is yours on this one. The New Day or the Dudley Boys? Uh, Dudley's. That was fast. All right. Yeah. <laughs> well, on the same reason. I just said, you know, Dudley's – they 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 helped rejuvenate the scene. Um, they they were highly inspirational as far as the legacy for what to come. Um, New Day, they're current, they're now. I don't know what their legacy of inspiration is is or will be. Um, so I can't look back at their run because they are currently. Um, I mean, and, the word so, legacy and their like, you know, their lineage and stuff like that keeps being brought up with the three of you. And of course, I'm not going to dispute or try to sway or anything of how you guys should be voting or anything. But like, it's not just the lineage that we're just looking about what they're, you know, of what they've left for the business as well. Like, there are so many different factors that make, as we discussed right the, oh, there, at the very top, that makes a great but, tag team. But but again, as for one of Bob's earlier points, is I take take a look back at memorable moments, memorable matches. Do I remember anything really with New Day? I remember a trombone. Yeah, that's fair. Um, Forza, you're up next. The New Day or the Dudley Boys? Uh, <clears throat> this one's tough for me. Um, like I said earlier, I think the New Day's done a really good job um, with representation. And, and, you know, whether you think that matters or not is, I guess, up to you. But, um uh, I mean, it's true. The, the the New Days haven't really been tested, really, against really good tag teams, really good competition. Um, they have been tested against the Dullies. They did have that feud, technically. So. They have, and that was fun. But, I mean, you know, the Dudleys were well past their prime at that point. Um, I, I, I'm going to go New Day. It, it's, I feel it in my gut. I got to go New Day. Okay. Um, Bob, it looks like you're getting the uh, deciding factor on this one. The New Day or the Dudleys? Who's moving on to the finals? You know, it's, it's funny because I'm, I'm kind of regretting picking the New Day over Hearts. <laughs> in terms of, like, I think I, I had a Tony Khan booking moment and I just went uh, the completely wrong way for, for the wrong reason. But at the end of the day, even if it was the Hearts against the Dudley Boys, I think uh, the Dudley Boys in either situation goes ahead. Um think that you know the, the the their matches that they had the uh the uh, characters that they that they were able to to transfer from ECW and evolve into what ultimately became the Dudleys of WWE um just works so well 
and and the, the quality of matches that they've had um, are is just so heads and shoulders above what uh, what the New Day offers. Uh, so I'm going to say uh, the Dudley the Dudleys go ahead. And I would have said that against the Hearts as well. But, okay. uh, so ultimately we get to the right spot, but uh, a little bump in the road. A little, little detour there. And yeah. you were saying about, I mean, I, you were saying about the whole Tony Khan booking. Apparently he's the booker of the year, according to some uh, wrestling uh, observing magazines that, that yeah. are out there. I, I, don't want, I don't want to read that book. <laughs> Um, of course, our, that means, like I said, the Dudley Boys do advance then into the finals. Uh, who's going to be joining them? Let's find out right now. It's the number two overall seed team taking on the number 11 overall seed team. It's the Hardy Boys versus Demolition. So, uh, Bob, the floor is yours on this one to start off. The Hardys or Demolition? Yeah, this is, uh, <laughs> man, we're getting into the good ones I now. To- I told you, as, as the tournament moves on, it gets tougher and tougher. And, it's, you know, it's really fun to see uh, everyone's you know, opinions on these type of things. So, so again, looking at uh, demolitions full body and, and this is where I think that they get hurt by the addition of crush. Uh, Cause I think that once crush came into things, the, you know, they, they dropped off, uh, off out of favor with, with uh, many fans. And I think it, it tarnished their legacy. Hardy boys kept, never really had that. I mean, I don't think that, I think that they declined certainly, from where they started to where they ended up, but uh, full uh, taking the full WWE stint into into consideration, I'm going to go with the with the Hardy Boys. All right, so the Hardy Boys get the first uh, vote there from Bob, Jeff, Demolition, or the Hardys. Well, that is it is tough. I mean, I'm trying to think think uh, impartially here. Um, again, with the Hardys, again you do have. Um, you do have a couple guys that are very similar. Um, and you also had the statement too, what we were talking before is you couldn't have the Hardys without edge and Christian, you know, and to a certain extent, the Dudleys. Um, so again, was it the Hardys making the Hardys or did other people make the Hardys? Whereas demolition, they were able to make themselves and get themselves over um, plus, they had the greatest wrestling theme song of all time. Um, and they were also probably the only guys that could work a full program against, you know, Andre the Giant as a tag team and make it believable with when they were going up against the Colossal Connection um, in that run. Um, again, I've also never really seen the Hardys work heel, only seen them work face. Um, so I can't say how believable they would be as a tag team in that state whereas demolition were believable in both roles so um i I mean i'm trying to put my impartial hat on as much as possible but i'm i'm going demos okay demolition gets the other vote then uh fuerza that means it's up to you here split the difference which team's going on to the finals to take on the dudleys is it the hardy boys or is it demolition um you know it's got to be hardy boys for me um, probably a little bit of bias in there. Uh, like I said earlier, just the, the longevity, the the insane influence. Like you, you really, you really can't find a, a modern day wrestler who isn't at at least a little bit influenced by Jeff or Matt, uh, if not both. Um, demolition, obviously, uh, Jeff brings up a great point. I never actually thought about their uh, title reign that way, and it's very true. They definitely should still have a little asterisk on that because uh, it's a great point. Um, <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, at the end of the day, I mean, I I, I just think that, that uh, Matt and Jeff were a little more entertaining to watch uh, for, my, for my taste. Um, so I'm, I'm going to have to give the edge to the Hardys. There you go. By a slim margin, the Hardy boys do advance then and move on into the finals, uh, which, of course, is going to be happening right now. That means, uh, of course, that means, of course, since the New Day got eliminated uh, in the semifinals, that means the number one overall seeded team that WWE decided was the greatest uh, WWE tag team of all time, the New Day, uh, is not making it into our list in the finals. But uh, we shall see who is the best tag team of all time, according to the three of you. So, of course, let's not waste any time. As I said prior, the number five overall team was the Dudley Boys. Um the number two overall team was the Hardy Boys. So technically, you know, they're second best to the New Day in WWE's eyes. But let's not waste any time as I, I keep wasting time, apparently. Fuerza, <laughs> uh, the floor is yours. The Hardys, the Dudleys. Who is the greatest WWE tag team of all time? 
that's hard. That's very hard. Um, hence the hence the composition. <laughs> hence the if <laughs> we're we're talking purely just the WWE, I think I got to give it to the Hardys. Um, I personally associate the Dudleys with so much more than the WWE. Um, you know, ECW, uh, TNA. Um, <clears throat> it's just when I think WWE tag team. The first, the first name I think of is Edge and Christian, and then the Hardys, right? So uh, the Dudleys, I think of like the third guy. You know, they were in the uh, the trifecta there, and obviously just as hungry as the other two teams. But in my head, I still see them as ECW guys that came to the WWE, and uh, for that reason, I'm gonna have to go with the Hardys. All right. So far as going with the Hardys on this one, Bob. Uh, I mean, your vote could seal it right here for the Hardy Boys if you wanted to, or it could go to a split and let Jeff ultimately decide. But uh, what is your pick? The Hardy Boys or the Dudleys? Who is the greatest tag team of all time? Uh, I, I'd love to give Jeff the the honors here and let him make the call. When I think of, similar to Fuerza, when I, when I think of WWE and uh, tag teams, I think... Let me put it the other way. When I think of the Dudley Boys, I don't necessarily think of WWE first. I think of ECW first. Really? Okay. When I think of the Hardy Boys, I think of them purely as a WWE tag team. Uh, and if we're looking at it from the WWE's career as opposed to overall, if it was overall, I'd say the Dudleys for sure. Uh, WWE, man, I yeah, I think I gotta go with the Hardy Boys. I think I gotta go with the Hardy Boys. Well, I mean, that kind of just seals the deal right there. Jeff, would you have went the other way on this one, or? Um, uh, it's a bit of a coin flip. I think I might have. Um, just for, for actually what what Gabriel was saying earlier about about uh, representation and and BLM and everything, and I'm thinking, well, it's interesting with the with the Dudleys is you see, you know. As the song goes, Ebony and Ivory working in perfect harmony, and and so you don't even think of of the the racial overtones and everyone getting along uh, in that type of thing, but they really did. They truly were brothers, and it's an inspiration to society to show how everyone should come together and be brothers. And they said they were brothers, and and they acted like it. And, uh, they were just as much of a brother tag team almost as the Hardys. And so from the representation standpoint, which I really wasn't taking at all into fact before, but um, I do think that's a plus on the Dudley boys side. Um, Dudley boys did have cooler ring gear. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and just to be a dick, I'm just going to have to say Dudley's just to, um, just to be split. Um, because again, also for, for legacy, they both did have legacy. They both had did have inspirations. Um, and without the old bucks, there wouldn't be the new bucks. And I hate the new bucks. So, um, not so Dudley's. All right. Well, there you go. Um, we have officially decided. Uh, the three of you have come together, and by split decision victory, the Hardy Boys as voted on by the three of you as the greatest WWE tag team of all time. Uh, of course, there were a lot of great names on this list for the 16, and a lot of names that were just, you know, not thought about that, you know, possibly could have been thrown in there. Of course, you know, some some of the major ones that people forgot, of course, you know, you could have, you know, modern-day teams like, you know, the Undisputed Era. You had the Shield. Uh, for, you know, older tag teams, you could have had, you know, World's Greatest Tag Team, um, you know, strike force head head shrinkers, like there's so many. The Briscoe brothers, if we're really going farther back down the line, uh the Blackjacks. I mean, there are so many great tag teams at WWE that unfortunately just didn't make the top sixteen. So ultimately they weren't able to be picked in this one. But um those teams don't matter. It's all about the Hardy Boys. So of course we're gonna be uh playing a little bit of Hardy Boys teams as we're getting on out of here. Uh before we do that though, I'd love to be able to hear your socials and uh um, you know, plug anything that you guys got coming up. So, uh, first, uh, let's start with you. Anything you would like to promote or whatever, and let's uh, find find out where we can find you. Sure. Uh, yeah, you can find me on uh, Linktree slash Gabriel Forza. That's the best place to find me. It'll give you all the good links: Twitter, Instagram, T-shirts, all that good stuff. Um, we do have a uh, show coming up at Barry Wrestling. You might have heard of it, the All Ontario Cup. I didn't pick the name. I'm sorry about that. 
Um, but if you want to support, uh, you can go to Indiegogo. Uh, I think it's Indiegogo slash Barry Wrestling. Uh, if not, you can find it on the Barry Wrestling Facebook page. Um, the show will not be free. It won't be on YouTube. So if you want to watch it, you got to at least buy the $10 ticket and you'll be sent a link. It's a full tournament. It's well worth $10, I promise you. Um, so if you're interested, please check that out. I mean, you had me a tournament, so obviously I'm going to be uh, tuning in <laughs> for that one as well. As a, I'm a sucker for tournaments, as you can clearly see with this show. Um, gentleman Jeff, how about yourself? Uh, nothing really. Just All right, well, uh, that was talk. Go, go, to face, go to Facebook, look me up, say hi. Right. There you go. Uh, Bob? Uh, yeah, slamwrestling.net. Uh, you know, we have 25 years more uh, plus of wrestling history there. Um, we just recently relaunched our Canadian Pro Wrestling Hall of Fame. So take a look at that. And there's a lot of, uh, you know, Canadian in there in particular. And uh, if you want to get hold of me, if you have a show to promote, if, uh, you know, I'm happy to, to talk to people, it's uh, bloodthirstybob at gmail.com. Love the name. That's fantastic, by the way. Um, and of course, um, uh, you can be able to find out everything for myself over at anchor.fm slash podcast. Um, that's where you can be able to check out, obviously, all the previous shows that we've recently done. A lot of great content that we've obviously been pumping out here on the show, whether it comes to fantasy drafts or tournament shows like this or discussions, debates, and everything else in between. And of course, um, next week is going to be a little bit on the fly right now we're just kind of locking down what's going to be happening so you know keep everything posted keep your eyes and ears looking towards facebook.com slash wars when it comes to all the things uh that you need to know for the next coming weeks uh we got a lot of exciting big content coming out uh, with a lot of great people here in ontario independent wrestling and beyond uh, that are going to be joining us over the next few weeks so definitely stay tuned to that till then ladies and gentlemen my name is adam hayes thank you very much we'll catch you on the next one <laughs>